Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I'm Ashley. And we're back with another edition of our 31 Days of Halloween series, where every day in October we talk about a film that falls into the horror or thriller or mystery uh, or suspense genre. (laughs) Got our bases covered there. (laughs) So uh, today's film is 1980's The Changeling, and Ashley's going to tell us about it. So The Changeling stars uh, George C. Scott. And he plays a composer, uh, I think also a music professor. And in the, at the beginning of the film, he loses his uh, wife and daughter in a very tragic accident. And um, he leaves kind of what's been his home in New York and moves to Seattle to get away from all, you know, all that history. And um, he rents a house. And... What a house he rents. It's a, it's a mansion. It's a very creepy mansion. And um, it doesn't take long before he begins to realize that this mansion seems to hold a ghost. And so the movie kind of follows his investigation into who this ghost might be and um, how he came to haunt this mansion. So that's kind of the setup to this. What did you think of it? So I like this movie. I'd never seen it before. I'd, I'd heard of it. Um, so you, you, you looked up, I think you had to look up what The Changeling is, or maybe you already knew, but tell us, uh, for the edification of our <laughs> listeners, because you had to tell me, what is The Changeling? Uh, well, I don't know. I've read a little bit about at least Celtic mythology, and um, there a, a changeling is um, when uh, like your, your baby, your, your child, um, would be stolen by... Um, perhaps fairy folk, and replaced by something that kind of resembles your child but isn't exactly mm-hmm. your child, um, or it, you might it might be replaced by uh, a fairy child. Um, so that's kind of you know the mytho- mythological background of, of what a changeling might be, mm-hmm. and it, it does kind of play into the into the story. It does, yeah. So. Um, it's, 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 this, is, this is a fine movie. Uh, it's, it's a supernatural movie, right? But it's like a, it feels, um, I don't know how to say it. It feels like an adult movie. Oh, yeah. I don't mean that in the, in the pornographic sense. I, I mean that, you know, it's, uh, this is, you know, several times this month I've talked about, oh, I used to watch this horror movie or that horror movie when I was a kid and mm-hmm. saw it on HBO and, you know, whatever and thought it was a lot of fun. This is not one of those teenagers watch over and over again kind of movies right this is um this has a very sober somber kind of feel to it um it's directed by peter medak and i knew that name when i saw it come up and um i know peter medak i mean he's an accomplished director uh, but i knew him from directing a few episodes of one of my favorite shows homicide life in the street mm. um and the, the cinematographer is john uh, coquillian who is uh, i mention that because i think the movie looks good mm-hmm. Um, it, it also has that late seventies, early eighties, you know, look to it. That a lot of movies kind of did back then. It, it actually looks, it looks a bit like the Omen, mm. um, which I mean as a compliment. Um, but yeah, George C. Scott is in this, which you know he's been gone for a little over twenty years now. But you know he's a big, you know, big name for a while there. Um, He's fine in this. This is not necessarily, you know, he's known sometimes for, you know, well, his big movie was like Patton, which mm-hmm. was 10 years before this. 
and he know he can he can get, kind of get really bombastic and really whatever. You only see a little bit of that in this movie. This is one of his more subdued performances. Yeah. Um, his wife at the time uh, is also in this, Trish Vanderveer, and uh, Melvin Douglas, uh, old school, <laughs> old Hollywood actor. Uh, this is one of his last roles. Um, he's the grandfather of actress Ileana Douglas. Um, he's in this, so um, it's got you know it's a proper it's a proper movie. Yes, um, and uh, it's I don't know if I'd ever you know whenever somebody talks about a movie around Halloween or a scary movie they they want to know is the movie scary, and I think scary is sort of a difficult thing to judge. Uh, you know, and and I don't know if I'd say this movie is scary. But it's unsettling at certain points. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's unsettling. It's it's creepy at times, um, and, and and I like the the mystery element of it because mm-hmm. I think I think George C. Scott actually does a really good job in this movie. Um, he's very convincing as this you know man in mourning, um, and because he's in mourning, he seems to be very open to. Um, accepting this ghost and wanting to figure out his story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I think some people might think that the movie is a little slow paced, but I, I like that it takes its time to develop his character and it takes, you know, there's a lot of time devoted to the history of the mansion and the history of the people who live there. Mm-hmm. And I, I just found that all very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, I, you're right. It is a, this is a serious film <laughs> you're, you know, made for adults. Um, this wasn't, you know, dashed off to make a quick buck you yeah. know, at the weekend cinema. Uh, this was, um, there was a lot of care taken, um, in this movie. Um, it looks like you said, it looks great. Um, yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I had never heard of it. This is another one we kind of just stumbled upon, and um, I thought it was really, really good. Yeah. I, yeah. I uh, one thing it did <laughs> unexpectedly, but you know, it, it made me feel kind of old. Um, so this, this movie came out in 1980, mm-hmm. and it's set, you know, I think in 1980, and part of it has to do with something that happened. I, I think I, I read. I wasn't completely clear on this. In the movie, but I read about it afterward. I think it, it has part of it has to do with something that took place in like 1906, mm-hmm. and there's still people alive in this movie <laughs> that had something to do with that, or, or and were alive then. Mm-hmm. And you know, here's the deal: if you want to know how long ago 1980 was, I mean, it's 40 years ago, right? If you want to know how long ago that is, <laughs> is that people were alive then who were also alive in 1906 <laughs> right. and, and could, could be could be part of a plot of uh, you know um, of a movie so yeah because I, I mean I was alive in 1980 I don't really remember 1980 but I mean I was around then and I don't know this is it's weird the 80s don't to me just my knee jerk thought about the 80s is not that they're a long time ago but the 80s really are kind of a long time ago now compared you know <laughs> if you look at it from a human point of view mm-hmm. So, yeah, that kind of was not cool. <laughs> the only other thing, too, I will say that maybe I thought was a little, you know, um, stood out to me. It may not have stood out as much in a different type of, uh, maybe a lower grade horror movie. But there's, you know, this, there, there's, there's a, a spirit in this house. And 
it, it has a specific reason for contacting George C. Scott mm-hmm. and for doing its like, you know, bump in the night kind of things. Um, but then there's a, a part in the movie where um, it, it, it goes crazy and it starts harming people or trying to harm people. And that makes no sense within the context of the plot. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're moving along. Everything's been making sense. It's actually one of the really great parts of the film is that, you know, the plot progresses logically mm-hmm. and, you, and the mystery unravels and you, you find out things and you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. All right. And then though the, the, the ghost just starts going, you know, mad and, and, and it, uh, attacking people. And the only thing I can think of for why I was doing that is like, is and it took me out of the movie for a little bit. It's like okay, so they maybe the producers or the, the studio executives thought that there's not enough, there's not enough happening. Like there's not we haven't had enough um, ghostly stuff going on. Right. We need to like t- kick it up a notch and have the ghosts go 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 crazy. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, uh, that I don't know. That didn't that didn't make a lot of sense <laughs> to me. But yeah. yeah, I would agree with that. Um. I don't know. It, it that didn't bother me too much. It's just you know, it's hard to explain sometimes why a poltergeist does what it does. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to touch on again something you, you had said earlier, which is the look of the movie. And I think it it has this very autumnal look to it. Yes. And you're right. It does remind me of of the Omen. And I, I yeah, it just really worked to set the mood. And it has this does have kind of a consistent kind of chilly mood to it mm-hmm. that I really liked. Yeah? Yeah. It's a good one. Um, what do you give it out of uh, 10? I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I, that's my score as well. So our score is an 8. Uh, it's on the tomato meters uh, with a fresh score of 83% from critics and an audience score of 79%. Definitely worth checking out. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.